0: Revelation 19. After this, I heard that sound like the roar of a great multitude in heaven shouting, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God. For true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the great prostitute who corrupt the earth by her adulteries. He has avenged on her the blood of his servants. And again they shouted, Hallelujah! The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. The twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who was seated on the throne, and they cried, Amen! Hallelujah! Then a voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you His servants, you who fear Him, both small and great. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing water, and like loud peals of thunder shouting, Hallelujah! For our Lord God Almighty reign, let us rejoice and be glad, and give Him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and His bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Then the angel said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, These are the true words of God. At this I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, Do not do it. I am a fellow servant with you and with your prophets who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse, whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and makes war. His eyes are like blazing fire. And on his head are many crowned. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He is dressed in a robe deep in blood, and his name is the word of God. The army of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen white and clean out of his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations he will rule them with an iron scepter he treads the wine press of the fury of the word of god almighty on his robe and on his heart tight he has this name written kings of kings and lord of lords and i saw an angel standing in the sun who cried in a loud voice to all the birds flying in midair come gather together for the great supper of god so that you may eat the flesh of kings, generals, and mighty men, of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all people free and slave, small and great. Then I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against the rider on the horse and his army but the beast was captured and with him the false prophet who had performed the miracle signs on his behalf with the signs he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast and worshipped his image the two of them were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. The rest of them were killed with the sword that came out of the mouth of the rider on the horse, and all the birds gorged themselves on the flesh. And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key to the abyss, and holding in his hand a great chain. He says the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked him and sealed. It over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge, and I saw so the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on the forehead or their hands. They came to life and reign with Christ a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy are those who have part in the first resurrection. The second dead has no power over them, but there will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. The Doom of Satan When the thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations in the four corners of the earth, God and Magog, to gather them for battle in number they are like the sand on the seashore. They marched across the dreads of the earth and surrounded the camp of God's people, the city he loves. But fire came down from heaven and devoured them, and the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown, they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. Earth and sky fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead great and small standing before the throne, and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and dead in his gave up the dead that were in them, and each person was judged according to what he had done. Then dead and heads were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second dead. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire making all things new. The New Jerusalem 21, Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. There will be his people, and God himself will be with them. And uh, there be God; He will wipe every tears from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying of pain, for the all order of things has passed away. He who have, He who was seated on the throne said, "I am making everything new." Then he said, Write this down, for those words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To him who is thirsty, I will give to drink without cost, from the spring of the water of life. He who overcomes will inherit all this, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the veiled, the murderers, the sexuality immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, their place will be in the Pierre Lake of Burning Sulphur. This is the second dead. One of the seven angels who called the seven bowl full of the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me. Away in the spirit to a mountain great and high, and showed me the holy city which is Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God, and its brilliance was like that of a very precious jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with twelve gates and with twelve angels. At the gates, on the gates were written the name of the twelve tribes of Israel. There were three gates on the east, three on the north, three on the south, three and three on the west. The wall of the city had twelve foundation, and on them were the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city, its gates and its walls. The city was laid out with like square As long as it was wide, he measured the city with the rod and found it to be 12,000 stadia. In length and as wide and high as it is long, he measured the wall and it was 144 cubic thick. By man's measurement which the angels was using the wall was made of jasper and the city of pure gold as pure as glass. The foundation of the city walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third. Charles the fourth Emerald, the fifth Sardonyx, the sixth Carnelian, the seventh Chrysolite, the eighth Beryl, the ninth Topaz, the ten Chrysoprase, the eleven Jacinth, and the twelve Amethyst. The twelve gates. Where twelve pearls, each gate made of a single pearl, the great street of the city was of pure gold like transparent glass. I did not see a temple in the city, because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light. And the land, it is land. The nation will walk by its light, and the king of the earth will bring the splendor into it. On no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, put only those whose names are written in the Lamb. Books of Life The River of Life Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crop of fruits, yielding its fruits every month, and the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nation no longer no longer will there be any curse the throne of god and of the lamb will be in the city and his servant will serve him they will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads there will be no more night there will no need the light of the lamp or the light of the sun. For the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. The angel said to me, Those words are just and true. The Lord, the God of the Spirit of the Prophet, sent his angel to show his servant the things that must soon take place. Behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy in his book. I, John, I am the one who heard and saw those things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angels who had been shown them to me. But he said to me, Do not do it. I am a fellow man, servant with you and with your brother. The prophets and of all who keep the words of his book worship God. Then he told me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book because the time is near let him who does wrong continue to do wrong let him who is vile continue to be vile. let him who does right continue to do right and let him who is holy continue to be holy behold i am coming soon my reward is with me and I will give to everyone according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life, and may go through the gates and to the city, outside are the dogs. Those who practice magic, art, the sexuality, immoral, the mothers, the adulterers, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. And the bright morning star, the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him who hears say, Come. Whoever is thirsty, let him come. And whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. I want everyone who hears the word of the prophecy of this book, if anyone had anything for them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes word away from his book of prophecy, God will take away from him his share in the tree of life and in the holy city which are described in this book. He who testifies to those things say, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you, God's people. Amen. That's Revelation. We'll be right back. Time for meditation. Find yourself a place where you can sit and let's meditate on revelation, on God's words. To go to the Bible from Genesis, you heard God talking to his people. And you heard the promise that he made to Father Abraham. Even though he was old, he promised him that I will give you children that you can even count them a nation. And he intended to keep his promise. You're looking at David. He made a promise to David David, I choose you, you, the apple of my eyes. David was not perfect. But yet David was never away from God. David understood Jesus even before Jesus came down. David pleaded before God when he committed sin. And he always knew that there is a side of God that soft that can forgive because he's a father he's a mother he's a brother to us and david know and what happened even though even though david sinned against him david lost the child that was the the child that born in sin But yet, Jesus came from David's tribes. Hmm. I don't know for you, but for me, I am believing this holy book blindly. I will not doubt anything in this book. Reason why? Because this is what I always said. Really, if I didn't grow up in this book to learn and take time to work with God, to ask Him to know that what He has done for me in my life, I would have to create one. Because I know there are times. There's a God that helped me. There are times that taste no one but God. I would have created one. Just like God said. If we don't praise Him, if we don't want to talk about Him, then He will make the stone talk in our place. So that's how thirsty God is for our praise and talk and relationship with him. And so do we. If we didn't have that, we would have to create a God. And I think that's what happened. Because the people of Israel were so sad, they were so afraid and scared, when Moses went to the mountain and talked to God, and they have to create a God that can to give them strength to hold on for Moses because they couldn't see the God Moses was talking to them. They were so blind. They just talked to Moses. Moses, talk to your God. And that God was their God too. Not Moses, not God of Moses. You know? That's why when I pray, I always say God of Sinalia," Because I know God is my God. God of Sinalia, Just like God of Moses, God of David, the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, Isaac. He is Sennelia God. And as you read through the Bible, you see everything connected. I'm like, okay, Lord, if someone will sit to write all these books so for me to believe or to trick me of my belief, he did a good job. Really, I gave him not just five stars. He did a good job because really everything there for me is well written. Everything there has truth in it to me. Everything in this Bible that I read, that I listen to, that I take time to meditate on, to understand. Is make all sense to me. It connected. I'm like, that person, if that person who wrote this Bible is someone that was like me and you, no spirit of God inspired them, they will make tons of error. Yeah? It wouldn't go like this. I mean, there will be no writer writing a book like that. No writer. They can come close, but they can never, ever be written a book like the Holy Bible. Took out the Bible, God says, stand firm to your belief, stand firm to your first love. He won us. He knew there will be time that we will tempt him, we will doubt him. And he said, do not doubt, stay firm in your belief. The first love that he put inside of you when he was sending you down here, that's what he wants you to hold on to, that first love. Do not dirty your word. He kept saying it over and over. The one who do not dirty the robe, The one that did not dirty that spirit that God put in you. That not diluted by everything that talking around this Bible. That stay close and keep their eyes into the price. He won us. Jesus came to talk. He teaches, and he gives us warning and things to look in for. And then after he left, he still gave us the last one because that's a teacher who wants his student to pass the class. To pass that class, he gives you all the stuff that is coming. That all the sign that to look for and all the stuff that to keep you patient and wait. Wait for me. Wait for me. I'm telling you I'm coming back. Wait for me. I'm telling you, there's a reward. I mean. I read other verse where God, Jesus talking about the reward, where God talking about the reward, and then Genesis in this book, every passage, even James, every one of them, written nobody changing anything, no one changing anything. all of it is like. Into the other, you can't separate it. You can't separate the Holy Spirit from the two. You can't separate the Son from the Father and Holy Spirit, just like they cannot separate me and my child. They cannot say the child is not mine, you got my DNA. No, you got my DNA. The water of life, a symbol of eternity life that Jesus used this same image with the Samaritan woman. It pictures the fullness of life with God and the eternal blessing that come when we believe in him and allow him to satisfy our spiritual thirst. spirituality you spirituality is connect with God is connect with the Holy Spirit is connect with the three in one spirituality is believe in the Creator not the creation because that's what God is Keep telling us. He keep warning us. He say, "Hey, I am the God. I am the Creator. Everything I create. And then you like my creation than me. You worship my creation, but me. When I create you to worship me, not my creation, because all that I made, and there is more to come. I mean, look at the city." that John was able to see in his vision, the sapphire. And, and you know what caught my memories? Let me tell you. It caught my mind. The 12 the twelve gates. The 12 gates. In the Bible, you see everything is 12, 12, 12 apple. The 12 gates. Okay? In the 12 gates... You see sapphire, you see jasper, all those nice diamonds stuff. and you know what? Those are the same thing that they use as our color for our sign. Yeah. The people that read stars and and read palms, like me, I'm a Virgo. So I am the sapphire color in stone. Sapphire. And listen to this. As a little girl, I couldn't even make. A, Thing about horoscope. I love blue. Blue sapphire was my color. I I remember when, um, where uh, after I finished kindergarten, going to primary school. I told my daddy, put me in that Catholic school that give that uniform, blue, real. Dark blue with white. That you will say sapphire blue with white. Yeah. I told my father that's the school I want to go just for the uniform, for the color of the uniform. And then when I start reading the Bible and I start understand. Hmm? And then, as I am reading about horoscope, I understand Virgo is blue sapphire. As a believer, you will have the opportunity to talk to others about your fate. Sometimes people will misunderstand you because you can't say one word without putting God in it because you know how far he got you. You know how he keep you together. You've been through so much with him and automatically it it, it plays that auto-suggestion in you you. You automatically, you don't pay attention really People don't understand that. They think that you just too Christian because you're always talking about him, you're fake, you this, you that. That's the robe they put on you. Stay strong and keep your faith going. Don't be ashamed to stop talking about your God. Don't be ashamed to stop now because that's what the enemy is doing he had to intimidate you so that you can put your talent down so that you can stop glorify your god or whatever god put in you because when that pushes you to talk about him or, or or say god did this for me i mean come on come on even a, even a, a, a human do something for us we let people know about it Not just that. You buy a product and the product is good. Just like, you know, the lotion I'm using is a good lotion. I talk about it. When people see me glow and see my face and see my skin, and they say, oh my God, what are you using? I told them, this is the lotion I use. It's not expensive. I find it at Walmart. You know? We talk about things, but why not talking about our God, what he did for us? Why put him in the backbone? Why feel ashamed to talk about what he had done for me? Where he had taken me from? How he had raised me from dead and coma? How I was sick, he healed me. Or how he pinned me down to correct me because he said (laughs) he takes time to correct the one he loves because really if we human we know how to treat our kids we human when our kids do something we put them in the corner let them think okay go in the corner think about what you just did no because we want that child to be aware of what he did so he didn't do it again or to pay attention so that he can try very hard if it's hard to stop he can try very hard to stop if we don't do anything we let that child let him he will get what's good for him is that love That child waiting for you to correct him because he don't know better. But we assume that child know better. And then what happened? He fell and hurt himself. That child himself know that my mom don't love me. Or my dad, you know, give me too much freedom. Too much freedom is not good. And too tight is not good. So that's what the father always warns. us. Always wanna stop stop here because if he didn't put those stop in us, we will go in the highway too fast and we'll hurt ourselves and what it will hurt him too because we are his kids, his children, and he loves us so much. You were created by loving God, you have great value. God loves you and wants to have a personal relationship with you. What is so difficult with that? You want a relationship. You beg for love. You can't find nobody to really fill that void inside of us. Every one of us is searching for true love. But yet the true love is God. That emptiness of love is the space for God to fill. And when we really have Him and we take time to spend time with Him, then we have love to give. Then we have space to share with others without really, really thirsty for love because we already loved. We loved ourselves and God loves us. We love from inside out. There's no fake to it. But you don't spend time with God. You don't love him. You don't have that relationship with him. Then you know what happened. You're always searching for love. Because there's a void. There's an emptiness in you. Even with that husband. Even with that boyfriend. You feel empty. Yeah. You feel empty. That is the reason why you see so much divorce. So many of them. Whereas, <laughs> I'm looking at back home where I come from, you know, no matter what, we stay in a relationship. It's not that we stay in a relationship because of poverty or because of this and that. No because we truly love that person regardless he didn't have nothing that's love and then we pull together we eat together and and we go from there because life is that simple to us with the love we got it all and then we think that If anything, that something happened, we need to have some money. If you go away, you go work, you will make this love very much alive because we already have it. And then what? And then what? You know what happened? Divorce. Separation, problems. <laughs> yeah. And you're asking, okay, why is that? And then guess what? After the divorce, you meet that person that you spend so long time with and tell you, you know, I'm sorry I made a big mistake. Because deep down, there's still love there. But I don't know why we couldn't work it. (laughs) Yeah. Because God said, if you find a good woman, you find a treasure. And once you find that good woman, you find that treasure then I bind you together no one will make a separation on that no one will separate that but yet before we before he said that he even said find your own yoke your own yoke your own yoke is what is find the person that like what you like is find a person because let me tell you it's just the, the this relationship god want with us god wants to understand what you're going through in this life because he knew you when you was in heaven with him he knew how you were close to him what you were doing to him and everything we were doing together and he sent you for a mission and with that mission he sent you down to earth as a gift like i mentioned before and then he said please promise me because he put that in you he put that in your mind promise me you will keep in touch because we do it as human when one travels." You beg your child to keep telling you where you at when you get in because you're far away. I want to check on you. I want you to call me. We even buy the phone so that they don't say, oh, ma, I-, I didn't have the money. The phone cut off. No, we buy the phone and pay for it. Make sure that you call me. Make sure that you let me know what's going on. Fill me in. Even though I'm far away, I want to hear from you. We human, we do it. To one another. Even a friend travel. You say, please call me, not even travel. For me, if a friend come visit me, he get home, he's supposed to call me. I get home safe. And if he didn't call me, I will call. Did you get home yet? Yes, I was going to call you. But I got caught up home in doing something. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because I want to make sure that you're home. You left my house, that you get home safe. That's all God wants. He wants to hear from you. He wants to know how you're doing on earth. How did they treat you? How did their family treat you? Did this father I gave you treat you right? Did this mother I gave you treat you right? How are you doing? How are you doing in school? What you lack of? What you want from me? What you want me to do for you? Because I can still reach to you where you are, even though you can't reach to me. But stay connected. He said, my ear. I'm not deaf I can hear you I'm not blind I can see you my hands is not too short to lean to you hmm. God creates you for you create my image being You need me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am faithful and wonderfully made. Your work are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. In the secret place, inside the mother's tummy. Hmm. David writes in Psalm one hundred thirty-nine, thirteen, sixteen: 16. When I was woving together in the depth of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the day ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. God knew you before you were born. Even while you were in your mother's womb. He knew all about your family and your life until now. Because now you're grown. He wants you now to could communicate. You know, have you ever seen, they always said the babies, you know, they're strong, they can fall and then broke nothing. They jump here and jump there. We scared. I mean I I have a grandchild. I scared when I see how they jump here and jump there. And uh, you know, I'm scared because I don't want them jumping and, and, and break the bones. No, I didn't want that. But you know, because there's angels that carry them, God knows. He guide them, not just you, protect those kids. You know that you have, not just you. God protect them. He sends his angel around them when they're jumping like that and they play by themselves. You think they're by themselves, they have angels playing with them. You, we call them imaginary friends. You know? And then after a while, those imaginary friends gone because now that imaginary friend waits for you to talk to him. He's not playing with you anymore because he's waiting for you to come and play with me, come and talk to me. He's still there. That so-called imaginary friend, still there. But now you have so grown, you can't even spend time with him anymore. You can't even smile at him anymore because if somebody see you smiling, they will say, who are you smiling with? Who are you smiling to? <laughs> yeah, because they don't see anyone. And then you're scared so that they don't say you're crazy. You know? They don't say you're out of your mind. The thought come to you, but you don't want to talk back to it. Because people will think, you crazy girl, even you, you will say, man, I'm losing my mind because I'm talking, duck- I'm talking back to myself. But yet they thought talking back to you. You're waiting for an answer. And then, you see, you starve him for relationship. Stop him, and all he wants is for you to join to him. God wants to have a personal relationship with you. God is not some force, or unspeaking, or unseen idol or merely another name for your own self-esteem. Instead, God is a person, your creator, who creates you to be in relationship with him. Why? Because God loves you. He wants you to come back home to him. He wants that soul so he can give you that new body. He don't want you to get caught up in this mystery that he sent you to solve. And we could have solved it really perfectly fast enough if we were connected to him, if we spent time to let him know. Father, it's hard I can. I I I don't know how to do it. You who give knowledge will give me. Now. <laughs> you know I always said I respect science very much. Science does a lot. They discover a lot. But you know what I said? If they had given God the credit, if they had connecting with God, not just not just try to Connect with the uh, with with the creation, but to the Creator that created all. He would have showed them more. They would have done more without create more damage. When God said this world is going down, this world will pass. He already knew. It's not him. Who will destroy the world? No. He already knew. He warned us. He tried to save this world. But he already said, hey, it's beyond repair because we go too far. We do too much. I give you this world to manage, but you yourself is destroying it. So therefore, when you're destroying it, he had to send his son to come back and get us and save the remains. Which is us and then let the rest disappear and then bring Jerusalem down to us, the first land that we mess in the first place. Because in the garden after they sin he covered that place. He saved it. He said nobody can go there. And he even said, Let's lock that gate. Because they already have the fruit of that. We do not want them to eat the fruit of life. See, we do not want them to eat the fruit of life. So that's the reason why he, he lacked that. And no one can find it and no one can open it. And all he wanted is for us to be next to him to ask him father what you think to call him and say father I need this I need to do that but I don't know what to do show me the way and I'm waiting and then when you have it you say thank you father thank you <laughs> yes all the way I mean there is no time in my life that I ask God for something that he didn't come for it. I learned. Okay, I learned it didn't come that easy. It didn't come that easy. Because the more you connect with God, the more you stay and waiting for him and ask him and open your eyes and see, you will see what he do for you. But you can't give yourself all the credit now. Because you without the spirit, what can you do for yourself? When you spirit down, can you even get up from bed? No, you can't even get up from bed. You know? Because that body have no strength together. You know, Have no strength together. When I stress, I know I'm stressed because something, something my spirit is telling me, something that he didn't agree with. And he can kind afflict of my body. You know what I did? I opened my Bible, I read a verse, I sing a song, I praise him, and next thing you know, I get up from bed like I. I it's like that. Just like that. We're serving a God, my brothers and sisters. A God. That's very powerful. A God that said all before even there. And he warned us. But too bad all the warning come back and hurt him and said, you know, we're blaming him. And then now, we think all that is created by him. Man, all that's going, all the book is to manipulate everyone through slavery, to manipulate everyone to this, to that. All that to shift you away from the teaching of God. Well, if it's that, then let me in the dark. Because like I always said, Lord, I'm serving a God of light, the God who created heaven and earth, because that's what you said you did. That's what you said. You create the heaven and earth. You create me, and it's you I want to serve. It's you I want to praise. It's you, nobody else. It's you, the one that created me, the one who knows me inside out. The one that was in my mother's womb is you. Nothing else. Then if that's in or dog, then let me be. Because I know you have the eyes, you have the ears, you can hear me. If you're not that one, you will let me know but I'm not listening. I def- David said that. David said, I do not sit where they sit. I do not put those words in my mouth. I do not. I stay by myself. David said that. David said, i rather sit in my Bible. i rather sit with the people of God. i rather sit with the people who truly love you, Lord. David said that. And that's the reason why Jesus Christ came in his descendant, the tribe of David. Because he followed that straight path. But his path was not truly straight. Because he comes in. He's human. God knows that. Jesus knew that. For the color, I don't even bother about the color. I don't even want to know. Because all I know, he come, he suffered he died, and he's living in heaven. And he's pleading my case before my father. Every time I sin, I can say, Thank you, Jesus. You grant me another day. Because if it was for God, I mean, I sin against him. He would just say, Sinalia. No, you didn't come to me. But Jesus said, "He, My father is a father of love. Jesus said, if you don't know that, then come through me. I'll wash away your sin. You pass in the gate, you come to me, and then I wash away your sin, cover you, and then you come, you go in front of my father's throne and talk to him. That's as simple as it is. But you have to pass through him. My goodness. When we go in to see the president, we have to pass to the police. The gate will not open if we don't pass to the police and search us, not even president, even a business person you go to see. You have appointment with him. But before you go you enter that office. You have to have the checkpoint. the side Jesus is the checkpoint to make sure we clean because Father did not like sin. The doubts I'm not good enough and all that. You know God don't like that. He wants you to come because let me tell you when you come in in front of Jesus you come with song and and and, and Psalms and and you got a joyful heart to say Jesus, I know you will you you, you will pour your blood and wash me, wash me. Your heart already lift up to reach the father because Jesus already opened the gate. He said, Come on, my sister. And then you pray. And then after you finish talk to him, he ask you who let you in that's the reason why you say in Jesus name <laughs> who let you in? Jesus let me in and he said, okay, you may go back. I hear your prayer I'm gonna make some changes and think about it and I will send my answer to you. Just wait for me <laughs> Pressed on David said hold on be of good courage wait on the Lord my sins and wait on the Lord I said until next time